What's that boy? Dad, over there. Is that a Yeti? It's just his hair, son. At last, saved after all these years. Stuck up this cursed mountain, licking moss with only a crow for a friend. How'd you find me? Just walking the dog. Need a lift back down? Room for a crow? Adventures never far with the Land Rover Discovery Sport. Now £339 per month on Land Rover personal contract hire. Oh, heated seats. Land Rover. Above and beyond. Initial rental £4,068. 48th month term. Subject status. 8,000 miles per annum. Conditions apply. Offer ends 31st of March. Participating retailers only. Such Land Rover offers. Now we know that authentic communication is powerful because last week we covered when a person communicates exactly what they want, they instantly become more appealing. So what about the brand? Let's dissect the brand to find the five key principles to being authentic and being way more appealing. I'm Kari Watt. I'm a communication specialist, speaker and writer and I'm here to be your digital coach where I give you guidance on how to communicate better in your career and relationships or on anything you want to ask me. Because communication is my thing, I want to see you become a better communicator no matter where you are in the world, how old you are or what you do for a living. Now if you're new to my podcast, please subscribe to encourage that I'm actually making a positive influence. And if you're not new and haven't subscribed, come on now, what are you doing? Can you help a girl out? Today, the lines are blurred for brands because they have so much to compete with. Every brand comes up with a great image, a new website, where they display their values, principles, etc. And everyone else is doing the same old thing. Standing out can sometimes be tricky because most brands overcomplicate communication because getting to simple is really hard. And this is where I've helped many brands through working in the communications field in corporate and the entertainment industries and through my own digital copywriting company. Brands are really good at what they do, but they're not so great at communicating it to their audience. It's because their content owners think they've conveyed the message clearly about what they do or offer. But it's here that I have to remind them that they've written the content for an internal audience i.e. themselves. But it's not lost because it's a great start. It's here they need to hire an expert writer for that digital platform, whether it's a copywriter or digital content specialist. Now, often companies miss the point here because they don't actually convey their brand to the best possible light to their audience because they, they haven't actually asked their customers or their audience what they think of the brand. So what are the five key principles to being more authentic? Step number one, become the observer. Now, a brand's marketeers tend to think of themselves as visionary creators. They reimagine a new brand future and build it from the ground up. But what's missing here are students of brand history. Now, good students spend time listening and learning, reading and reflecting, just like a psychologist listens to their patients and then examine the mind while contemplating all the facts. This means study both short and long-term history. You need to gather scenarios, soak up customer experience stories, devour employee success anecdotes, get details about sales wins. In short, learn all you can about where and why your company has been successful. Go out and talk to customers. 
find out what it is that they like about you, what it is they don't like about your brand. I mean, that's really important because you might have that on your website and not even realize it's something that they don't really like that about you or they don't want that service from you anymore because times change. If you're a new brand, go out and talk to people and talk passionately about what you do and see if the message actually works to your target audience. Because, you know, I've done this and a lot of entrepreneurs do this. We think we know what the audience wants without actually going out and talking to them. And really, we're so soaked up in what we think we can offer. When you actually speak to a customer and you talk about what is your biggest problem, you'll find that the rebrand can be about that. It could be something completely different to what you thought you could offer a customer because times change, digital platforms change. We're evolving quicker and faster these days. What you used to offer customers yesterday might not be the same for today. Step number two, look for insights in unexpected places. Perhaps you start a brand with facts and figures from your data. Then you use this as directional input for quantitative research. The numbers come in and you analyze and formulate a fact-based recommendation for leadership approval. This is reliable. It's a practical path and that's just the problem. Because in today's society, practicality doesn't cut it. On the Kari Cares Podcast. Have you ever thought about what could happen if, in addition to the standard methods, you intentionally step off that platform? What if, rather than accept the all-too-common management assertion that says the data tells us everything, that you actually go out and visit stores, you attend sales meetings, you crash company parties or attend consumer events and communicate with them, listen about what's happening with your customers, Don't talk about your brand at all. Just listen to them. What are the things that they want? What is it that they're needing? What's the problem that needs to be solved with them? And then think about what you can offer them. Don't talk about your brand unless you want to know the truth about what consumers and customers feel. Because I can tell you from experience, when you go out there and you ask them, they won't hold back. They won't tarnish the truth. And they'll talk about what experiences actually shape those feelings. This is where you can gather critical insights that scripted research can never deliver. Step number three, be patient, especially with the process. You know, it's also here that I like to point out, know when to change the tools as you reach delicate ground. It's one thing to agree a schedule, right? You know, you might have, oh, we're going to launch on this date. But it's another to force yourself to slow down where you get a sense that you're reaching this delicate stage in the process. You know, you might be uncovering factors that can shape a unique brand. And this is tough, especially when excitement starts to mount. You want to forge ahead, but I have to advise you, proceed slowly. If you have to change the launch date, do it. It's worth it. You know, when you dig deep, you'll discover a layer of insight of the finest points about your brand. And you know what? Transparency is integral at this stage. I've been updating my website, to be honest, my kariwat.com website. And it's taken me almost a year to work on what is my brand because I offer three different areas. What is my brand? What is it that customers want for me? I thought I knew, but I've spent a year going out talking to customers and talking about my services and what I can offer them and where my strengths lie as a brand. And I've realized that what I thought customers want, don't. 
what my skill sets are and what my experience, my 20 years of experience, that's what they want. And even my coaching clients, they come to me because I make things seem effortless for them and simple and I uncomplicate things for them. Build that trust with your customers, with your project team, with the organization and with all the stakeholders involved. I mean, these are real people whose hearts and minds you're trying to open up. Only when you've established this trust can you get past the top level answers. You know, researchers think you want to hear all of this stuff, but you know, talking to real people will uncover real attitudes and emotions. Step number four, test. (laughs) Now, entrepreneurs, they rush out and they've got millions of ideas and they go out to market and they think, yeah, the customer wants this. When in fact, they're completely wrong because they haven't tested it. You know, you have to test. The odds are excellent that you'll reach an honest aha moment. And then after all the time, sweat, invested and all the secrets revealed, you'll confidently formulate your purpose, your promise and your positioning. You'll feel ready to launch. And with the project clock ticking away, you feel enormous pressure to do so. But there's one more step. It's called test. Test it with customers. Does it reflect their experience of the company? Is it believable and authentic? If it's aspirational, is it a stretch for the audience to accept? Is it organic? Is it a welcoming progression of stakeholders' expectation? I mean, these are the things we need to think about, which often get missed because we're looking at timeframes. Step number five, use the past as a platform for the future. In any project, when you're digging deep into the foundations, you often discover serious cracks and there's a temptation to start again. Now, it might seem simple to start again, but keep in mind that it's rare for an organization to abandon its entire history and the brand equity that goes with it. But there are times when a complete change is required. For example, remember the cigarette company back in the 80s or 90s? I think it was. It was called Philip Morris. Well, they became Altria to escape a literally toxic brand association. So sometimes that does work. But I'm telling you the brand foundation upon which your success was originally built is still of great value. It's just hiding beneath the surface. It might be long forgotten amid strategy changes, mergers and acquisitions or countless reorganizations. Gosh, if you've worked in corporate, I mean, that's a huge thing. Every time you see someone like Deloitte's come in and you know you're about to go through a restructure because that's what they do best. They look at a company and they see where the strengths lie and where the weaknesses lie. After all these reorganizations, you know, sometimes your meaning and messaging gets lost. There's room to uncover, restore and bring a brand back to life. Real brand visionaries can see ahead and behind. So make sure you enlist the services of an excellent digital copywriter or a digital communication specialist, whether you're an established brand or a new brand. Even an entrepreneur, there are copywriters out there that can work with you, but make sure that they understand how to write for a brand. It's really, really important. You need a lot of experience in that. And believe me, it's taken me 20 years. I've worked with great companies like New Republic who actually do a whole day on brand strategy and they really understand it from the ground up. Working with a company like that, it's priceless, especially when they hire a digital copywriter that 
understands this because when a company abandons the core of what made them unique in search for something else, your customers lose trust and they'll flock to your competitor, even paying more. So don't make the same mistake. If you fail to develop a vision based on a transparent view of your brand, you'll lose out on the essence of what makes you authentic, meaningful and special. And believe me, the audience and your customers will notice. Thanks for listening. Please subscribe for some good vibes and because it's free, give this away. Share it with friends or colleagues who could use a little help. Give it to them because they can listen to it privately and it may significantly change the outcome of their lives. See you next time because communication is my thing and now it's your thing. Well, I hope it's your thing. I hope it becomes your thing. Is it your thing? On the Kari Cares Podcast.